Welcome everybody to the pilot episode of Jeanette and Juice. Of course, and through Jeanette fashion, it is already a beautiful shit show, but I expect nothing less. We are here to learn, learn and grow. And before I do that, I definitely want to discuss how I do have my own podcast now. I need to mention the beautiful ladies, Heidi and Shannon. We did the Gen Sex subculture podcast. Things just didn't work out. But without those two fantastic ladies, I would not be here. I love them. But anyways, welcome to Jeanette and Juice. If you don't know me, my name is Jeanette. What is this about? It's a millennial who has a lot of opinions, as many of us do. In our 30s, I turned 33 in a couple of months. The way I've described this podcast and kind of how I see it, how I imagine it, I want it to be the most sophisticated shit show I have ever heard in my life when I listen back to it. Just because I feel like that, that, that is kind of what the generation is. If you're a millennial, you're a sophisticated, beautiful, elegant shit show. You may look like you have your stuff together, but I see behind the facade. You don't. You really don't. You do. But if you're like me, you definitely don't. So we are all going to commiserate together. We're all going to be miserable together. And I definitely want as many sophisticated, shit show, elegant millennials here with me. And not only millennials, I have a bunch of questions. And one thing I always do is I ask. I ask, I ask, and I ask. And I will do whatever I need to find those questions. So, whatever. It's a little about this podcast. One thing I absolutely am passionate about is music. I think music has the incredible power to build, destroy, and create emotion. Um, one of my favorite things in TikTok or just social media in general is when they take the original music. Like I think right now it's with 8 Mile. It's pretty trending on TikTok. They'll take Eminem out rapping and they'll put something like Billie Holiday or whatever. The beat matches and it completely changes with the vibe of the video. So every week I want to say like, what's my mood? What was the vibe? My vibe in music. And honestly, I'm not going to admit it was heavily influenced by the bear. But if you've watched the bear, you know what I'm going with. It is New Noise by Refuse. That intro, I first listened to it in high school. And my best friend at the time, she played it for me. And I was like, I am hooked. And it was literally my first introduction to like white angry music where you don't even understand the lyrics. They're just yelling, but you feel it. You feel it, you feel pumped and motivated to do something, whatever. I felt that. And the bear, while re-watching that incredible Hulu series, made me fall in love with that song again. And so many different changes have come the past week. There's been arguments, there's been breakups, whatever. But, you know, like that song, it's amounting to something and it explodes. Whether good or bad, and maybe we'll talk about that later. Also, on the topic of the bear, pay the riders! Let's get this strike over with. Pay the riders! We need the strike to be over with so I have a new episode, new season. Thank you, we're done. So yeah, a couple things. My song of the week is New Noise by Refuse. That's why my dating status, newly completely single. I'm not ready to talk about it, but all I'm gonna say is trust your gut, humans. When you feel something, it's there for a reason. Trust it. My favorite color, you know, typical stupid ass dating question is blue. I think all blue colors are fun. Shout out blue. If I could be any animal, I would be a manatee. Hands down. A lot of thought into this, but if I could just float in the water and eat all day and nobody can touch me. In fact, if you touched me, it's a, what, I think a, I didn't look if it was a federal crime or a state crime. But whatever, you go to jail if you touch me. 
Shout out to manatees. I think that's a complete badass thing to do. Uh, my job. Well, this is not my main job. In fact, uh, this is an incredible hobby. I have the opportunity to do and I love it. So what pays the bills? I am a bartender and server at Prime Catch in Boynton Beach. Uh, just getting into the bartending, but catch me serving. And I also doesn't pay the bills, but pays something. And I love it so much. Uh, ESPN West Palm. I am on an afternoon show there after being with on the evening show. And I do a bunch of random ass events. I am the Houston Astros in-game host during spring training. Yes, I have a World Series ring. Yes, I will flex it at any opportunity I can. Uh, I did the Xavier Howard Celebrity Softball game. That was fun. We'll get to that in a minute. And a crazy thing that happens to me. I'm going to do this every week. I feel like, like all of us, find ourselves in very weird situations. I want my podcast to be like an open cafe. You know, like if you have a crazy situation, come here and talk to us about it. Because I bet you more than not, Anybody else has had a crazy conversation, too. I don't know why we're so scared to talk about the dumb shit that we've done the past week. So, uh, the craziest thing that happened to me last week was I went to Matthew's Brewery in Lake Worth Beach. Had a blast. They had a semi-decent, trying to be nice because I love that brewery so much, tribute band to both Blink-182 and Green Day. Did I enjoy myself? Absolutely. I enjoyed myself to the point where I got really drunk and... Put a cone on my head. I'm not saying I took that cone home, but one thing I absolutely did back in college was I used to steal cones from everywhere, parking garages. I had a Chevy Tahoe, so I'd literally be in the parking garage of like Universal Orlando. I had a good ass looking cone thrown into my trunk like I'm some form of heist. I get those clowns in the dark night and then drive away. I was such a badass. Anyways, 24 hours after that, I was dumped. So that's the crazy thing that happened to me last week. The one person who was there to just see it all is this podcast slash show's Gen Z insider and personal FBI agent. One thing I have absolutely loved about uh, Elle is not only her incredible like personality and she's driven, but she's just as crazy as I am, sometimes spontaneously. Like, we don't plan to be crazy. Things just escalate. We just are. One of those things is... Her contact photo. Her contact photo, and I literally read as I'm pulling her up, is this. She is an obsessed Disney fan. And when I say obsessed, like, it is one of those, like, you question people, why? This is a quote. Imagine a nip flip in front of Mickey Mouse, end quote. Elle has given me many opportunities to change her contact photo. I refuse. Can you please explain to me the context of that text message and why I put it as your contact photo? So I was on a, a Disney cruise this past April on the Disney Wish, and I was, you know, in the pool at the Bahamas, and I went to go pick something out of my tote bag, mm -hmm. and uh, let's just say the titty fell out of the bikini top and on a Disney cruise. It's a family-friendly environment, and I'm, I was just out here, unfortunately, having nip slips on a Disney cruise. Okay, so you give the unfortunately, but I feel But I like think, you know, I could have benefited anybody around me. Not only that, but I think the real winner here is Mickey. Mickey Mouse. Yeah, like, I personally believe it. I'm from Orlando. I worked for the mouse at a, at a certain point. I, like, the kids gotta get annoying sometimes. And no offense to Minnie, but I feel like she's boring in bed. And then you have the, the crazy Disney adults like me, who will have nip slips on a Disney cruise. But part of me believes we, that has to be, like, Mickey probably saw that. I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's something like that. Like, he got excited over your nip flip. 
It was an even... almost nip slip. Let's just put that out there. If I went on like the water slide, total nip slip would have happened. Can you get ratchet on a Disney cruise, by the way? Oh, uh, you can. I was very drunk. I know, but there's a difference between just being drunk. I mean, they operate the bars like all night. But can you get ratchet? Like, is y- there you a can. dance floor? I mean, yeah, there is. Can you? Is there a dance club that it's out there till like past 10 p.m.? Yes. You see, that face isn't reassuring to me. I had to think about it because I had. Yeah, there was. There was. It was a, like a karaoke bar type situation where they played music. That's it? And they had other stuff. I went to that one. Are there any you... single people? I don't know about that. Ugh. But I was there. I was having a great time. I was drunk every night. Okay, solid. At least I drank that. from like 10 a.m. to like 1 a.m. every day. Personally? I had a great time. I think 10 a.m. is a little late for a cruise. <laughs> one time I went on a cruise and I started at like, granted it was carnival. Okay. Completely different vibe. But I started at like 8 a.m. There have been times where I've started at 8 a.m. On a Disney but cruise? But Disney, no, I've, I've only been on one. Oh. And I happened to, that was my only one. Okay. Well, also, talking about drinking, I told her earlier today, I don't want to drink because I need to be so focused on this podcast. As you can tell, I'm just talking fast. i very nervous. I lied completely. Uh, cheers to White Claw. Cheers, bitches. White Claw, I think. Sponsor me eventually. Hashtag goals. For anybody, any alcohol. Really. I'll write them a nice letter for you. Oh, thank you. Dearest White Dearest Claw. White Claw. We have provide a special... <laughs> a special service to the community. Especially to out here on the streets of Clematis. God bless you all on a Friday. I also want to highlight how we met. We met uh, at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Uh, her current home, because she was a boss and was promoted from intern to yes. full-time employee. Yes. And she had to stand there and listen to my dumbass talk on a mic. And I don't know what happened last year. We became just good friends, and it's been incredible sex. So, again, I work at ESPN West Palm. One thing I absolutely love and I'm growing in the space of is sports. We met in sports. Sports has been very kind to me. If you know anything about sports right now, football is coming up. We are in preseason. I can't wait for Sunday. Please get here. Thank you. Saturdays and Sundays, I will, like, I don't move from my couch. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. It's week zero college football right now. Ugh, God. Week zero everywhere in our little football hearts. Technically, again, we have preseason. Fantasy football. Freaking everywhere. Yes. It's freaking everywhere. And one thing I absolutely hate about fantasy football insiders, listen, I don't want to hear from the winners. I like to learn from people. Put your put your shit down. She pointed up in the air like uh, the Patrick Star. I'm rooting for you, meme. Okay, shut up. Okay. I want to learn from the loser. You know, uh, you know, very cliche. Learn from people's mistakes. Well, I don't lose in this house. Fuck off. We're done with. I you. will. <laughs> Gladly. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I want to learn from the losers, like Mua. I am a woman of accountability, honesty, and integrity, so I will straight up say I've never won <laughs> at all. I've never won fantasy basketball. But you know what I have won in my fantasy football team? My names. Names of the goats. The goats like Tom Brady, who was my quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that's why I named my fantasy football team. How do you think about that transition? I'm proud of myself. <laughs> Anyways. Listen to my two fantasy football names, okay? Tell me how fantastic they are, how sick they are on a scale of one to five. Five being the GOAT, like Tom Brady. One being like... Five Tom Brady's. That's the rating. We're we're rating Tom Tom Brady's, Brady's. yes. Love this for us. Brady Gaga. 
I like that one. On a scale of one to five Tom Brady's. Four and a half Tom Brady's. Yeah. I like that one. Oh, the honor. Okay, here we go. Next one. Brady hit me one more time. Oh, I like that one better. That's a five Tom Brady's. <laughs> I did it. That's all five rings on one hand. Woo! We got see, you still got two more. Anyways, you need your fantasy football team named. I got you. If you want to win, go to Elf. Don't go yes. to me. But one thing I definitely want to divulge to you in my infinite fantasy football loser experience is what not to do. So that's what I'm going to drop. I'm going to drop five things of fantasy football draft that I think absolutely added to my failure. Number one, drink shitty beer. When you're drafting, yes. the way I, I treat my fantasy football drafts, I thought I was going to be fancy. <laughs> I was that bitch at fantasy football. I would get the vodka sodas. I would get the craft oh. IPAs. I would get the craft beers. But guess what? You have to get Bud Light. Yes. Because thinking about it. A nice Miller Light. Yes. Crisp Miller Light. I don't. What I was drinking during my fantasy football draft. I wasn't drinking during football tailgates. How does that make sense? I have to treat my beer or my drinking stuff like I do at football games. You have to be floppy. You gotta be floppy. I should have been drinking you PBRs. Drink what, you, you should be drinking whatever gets put in front of you. No, at tailgates though. I yes. need PBRs. I need Natty Lights. Whoa. I need Bush beers. Okay? That's what you should be drinking for optimal fantasy football decisions. Drink the shitty beer. Drink the well liquor if you're going the liquor route. Now, if you're a bougie-ass tailgater, you're showing up with the Don Julio 1942 or something like that, Belvedere, go off. But you're not going to do good in fantasy football. Per science, my personal science of fantasy football, that is number one. I think every draft I've ever had, I've been sober. And I've been in odd places, too. Like at work. Are you telling me to be sober during... That's terrible no. advice. Don't listen Bad to me. Bad advice. Don't listen to me on that one, no. actually. Yeah. That's terrible advice. You're going to get kicked off this podcast so soon. But every time... But, you know, going forward, I, I wouldn't be sober. That's what I would change. Okay. Well, drink shitty beer. Tip number one. Yes. Tip number two. Tears. You got to have tears in fantasy football. Now, wow, Jeanette, you're such a loser. How do you know about tears? You know why? Because I executed wrong. That's what I need to talk about today. You can have your tears, but don't. Do not have them on pen and paper. You need a laptop with an Excel sheet. The, the tabs on the bottom separated by positions, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, etc., etc., defense. You want to go that route, tight ends, whatever. And then... That way, when you're in the draft, drinking your shitty alcoholic beverages, you can just control find per position and then X them out as they go. You see what I'm saying? That's actually a good strategy. Yeah, because what I've always done, I've always had like Travis Kelsey, hot topic. Some people want to draft him second because he's a tight end that does it all. He does do it all. Yeah. I love that man. Pers Continue. <laughs> I think we're going well, to put that out there. <laughs> put him in the tight end position. And yes. then you can go back to your receiver, 
And then you can like gauge that. But point is, and put like a red highlight on him. Okay? I had the pen and paper. And I would have like Travis Kelsey in round two instead of by position. And then there came a point. Obviously, shitty beer is going to hit you harder. Like that. There came a point in like round two or three. I was drunk. I had no idea what to do. And I just literally crumbled up my papers and I was like, I give up. That's it. Jesus, take the wheel. Pulling a carry. Auto draft, take the wheel. Something. A higher power, whatever you believe in, you take that wheel. The auto draft. The, take uh, the wheel. Amen. But the powers invested in me by Eager, who runs ESPN. Take the ESPN fantasy football draft. Whatever. Don't drink shitty beer. Tears. Have them. But execute them well. Number three. Don't get food that's messy. Okay? And if you want the finger foods, listen. I'm not dissing, like, chicken tenders or wings. What I'm dissing is the sauces that come with it. Why did that sound New York? Did you hear that? I heard the New York, and I'm impressed. Where the fuck did that come from? As someone who's grown up with a mother with a New York accent, I'm impressed. I'm glad I executed. Well, what the you, hell? It was it was a ten out of ten execution. Sauce. The sauce. Sauces. Really like the sauce. I don't know where that came from. I've been hanging around you New Jersey people too yeah, much. Yeah, you've been hanging around us too much. Oh my god. We do god. have accents. Thank God I got rid of one. Well, he got rid of me. Well, you can't get rid of me, bitch. Yes, I'll take you. Anyways. I'm talking honey mustard, barbecue. I hate to say this because I love it so much. Ketchup, mayonnaise. That's a good one. And and sometimes you see people doing some weird, crazy shit out there. Anyways, I'm one of those people who like ranch. Do not come for me, but I like ranch. Disgusting trash, both in that take (gasps) and in the sauce that you cannot have at your. You know, we're trying to be clean because you don't want the sauce. The sauce getting on your (laughs) laptop. Or you're, again, we're, we're better. If you're a loser like me, you don't do the Excel sheet anymore. You don't do the pen and paper. And if you do, then the sauces are going to get all nasty on top of that. Like, we can't have that anymore. Have the French fries. But don't start dipping them in ketchup. And then you look ratchet as hell in front of everybody. Okay? And sometimes with these fantasy football drafts, if you do them in a group, it's the first time meeting people. Can you imagine? Imagine. I always did mine remotely. Like, we always were in different spots, so I don't have the same experience. But, like, I can't imagine, like, stress eating. Yeah. I just, like, shoving french fries in my mouth. And then having ketchup literally spilling all like, over the place. got, like, a ketchup stain down, like, your Ooh. mouth. Imagine the embarrassment. You're out there with your First, pen and paper. First, that's the embarrassment, and then you're drafting bad players. Looking like, you can't be sitting there with a craft IPA. Having ketchup slobbering all over your mouth. You can't do that. No. You can't do that. Absolutely not. Terrible impression. Whatever. Four. Bathroom breaks. No bathroom breaks. No. Wear a you diaper. You have bathroom breaks. <laughs> Wear a diaper. <laughs> or you know like those puppy pads? Have one out. And men, that works in your favor. You can just wank it out and piss on a puppy pad. But us people. Us ladies, we gotta wear diapers. <laughs> exactly. Unfortunately. Unless you, unless you're a real wild one, then go off. Then just piss on the puppy pad. <laughs> go off. Why you put the pup, puppy pad in respect to your environment? Why do I put the bathroom break? You look like a damn fool if you have a pit coming up and you, you are leaving it once again to the auto draft gods. Bob Eager, CEO of Disney who owns ESPN and obviously I'm talking ESPN fantasy draft. Because that's uh, that's the platform I've used. Yes, it's the only one I've used. Some people do it Yahoo. 
I used Yahoo for baseball and I didn't like it. Oh, shout out to you in baseball. That's too much. That's I too only much did fantasy baseball once. Never mm-hmm. again. Basketball was too much and I feel like that's so much easier than baseball. But anyways, you look stupid. How do I know this? Because I did that. I had the first pick. I didn't know it was picked back to back. So I picked one. And guess who dipped? You? Yes. Embarrassing. And like, oh, Jeanette, wow. You know, they're in front of you. Like, it's back to back. How could you miss it? It was my first time doing fantasy football. I really had to piss. And I completely left it to the auto-draft god. And I'm not saying that's the reason why I lost. I think that was my Brady Gaga team. But I lost. So whatever. Recap. One, drink the shitty beer. Drink the shit that you drink at tailgate. Don't try to be fancy. Okay? Two, tears. Have them, but on a laptop. And different tabs on the bottom. That way you can go back and forth. Three, get food that is okay to eat. You want the shitty food? That's great. Leave the sauce. Out. Four, bathroom break. Know where they're at. Five, know who to call. Do you know like the game, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yes. Okay, thank God. The phone a friend thing. Yes. Absolutely. Like, get over your ego. Get over your pride, because I went in there. Who you gonna call? Zach Duarte. That's my fantasy football insider. Shout out, Zach. Okay? I, I, I was like, the only female... In my fantasy football, I was going against the former GM, Mike Tannenbaum, former uh, Jets and Dolphins GM, and I thought I could handle it. Pride, ego, that's I'm the only female I'm here representing ESPN with Bob. That's uh, GM, pressure. Da, 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 da. Guess what I never did? Never phoned the friend. You should. Get over your pride and ego. You want to win? You're in this to win it? You're dropping money? You want money back? I'm a stupid friend. Get over yourself. You got to do what you got to do. So there you go. There's my five of uh, lessons from an absolute loser and uh, fantasy football, but with some dope-ass names. L gave both of my names on a scale of one to five Tom Brady's, a four and a half to Brady Gaga, and a five Tom Brady's. Brady hit me one more time. Shout out. Full hand. He has a full hand and two extra fingers. And again, number one, don't drink shitty beer. Don't drink anything you wouldn't tailgate with. Tears. Have them on an Excel sheet, not pen and paper. Use that control left. Shout out highlight tool. Uh, don't get food that's messy. Be proud of yourself. Don't act like a fool. Don't look ratchet. Know your bathroom breaks. Know who to call. So there you go. L, do you know anything about fantasy football? I do. Tell me more. And so I am the complete opposite in the way of I have always finished top three. What? I've never fully won, but I've always been like third has been like my comfortable spot for the past couple of years. Casual? Yes. That's a silver and- medal. <laughs> And my names are terrible, though, so I can never come up with good names. I just I just can't. Leave that to me. Yes. Leave the naming stuff to me. Yes. I, I think my first year, my team was literally like L's team because I couldn't come <laughs> up with something to, with an L, like the letter. Did you at least do it possessive? Like it was the grammar at least? Yes. The grammar was correct, and it was the letter L, apostrophe S, team. I'm not that creative. And then I, I don't know what my other ones were. They were probably equally as bad. Fantasy football advice. What do you got? So from a silver medalist over here. Um, I think I always used to do my research. I would do a little research the night before, kind of pick out, okay, here are the people I want to go for, and it's not a full list like how you were saying an Excel sheet. I was like, okay, 
say I want to go to for Travis Kelsey. Make sure he's within the first three rounds, for example. So I wouldn't be too specific because wherever I have been for my draft has been not at my house. So I'm like, okay, you got to know who you, who you want to get. How do you bestow your wisdom upon others? I think I have a great story. This is a great time for a story time. I'm sad. Back when I lived in Miami and I was a, a crazy child. You still are. I still am. I was out at 4 a.m., drunk, very drunk. Typical Miami thing. And my friend was like, "I want." if you haven't been to Wynwood recently, they have these, like, weed food trucks. They kind of look like food trucks, but they sell weed out of it. Love that for and us. My fr- and my friend goes up because she wants to buy a joint. And I'm talking to this other guy in the food truck, and they were talking about football. So I interject myself into the conversation as one drunk does. I'd be like, oh, my gosh. You're not going to listen to a girl talking about football. And I was like, here, let me spill some knowledge. Let me bestow Let me spill some knowledge on you. Four o'clock in the morning. Where I'm drunk <laughs> off my ass. I'm going to tell you what you need to know. This guy shows, I, uh, we talked about fantasy football. I said, show me your lineup. Take us to church, honey. Take us and to I church. And I did. I took that man to church. And I made him pull up his lineup. And I went through it and said, look, you've got great, you have great, running backs on this but your wide receiver unit is crap trade this i don't know who it was but i said trade one and get a receiver out of it mid-season you could go for it and you can still save your season do you remember the players i do not i don't remember most of that night but i do remember (laughs) i do remember talking fantasy football with the weed man what was his reaction his like he was just looking at me like what and i'm like yeah i i was like i have the qualifications now, I'm a defensive girl. Do you have a red? Did you have the, your fantasy football resume with you? No, but I know football. Mm-hmm. And I will take it to the grave with me. Ed Reed said I had a good spiral. Put that on my tombstone. Oh! Thank you. Hot takes by Ellen. Our Gen Z <laughs> slash FBI agent. And I was like, look, like I know defense because that's my thing, but I can feel some knowledge mm-hmm. on how to read yes. a good offense, too. I was like... How do you pick good running backs, but you have terrible wide receivers? Oh. I would always go for wide receivers first. Running backs are always if guaranteed. It's a PPR. If it's PPR. Yes. Running backs can always be good because defenses open up and they get wide open, you know, runs. But wide receivers is a tougher position because they have to have hands. And it's harder with the defensive coverage to understand what's going on. So wide receivers are more important than running backs, in my opinion. But you have to have a good mix of both. And this guy did not have a good mix of both, and I needed to tell him that. You were doing a favor for him. I was doing a service. Drunk L was doing a service. Amen. To the community. To, to him. Not the to, community. To him. I hope he won that season. I really, you know, I hope he did too. Now, this, I don't want it to get awkward, because that was a great story. Okay? It is. But you gave me a piece of advice that I, well, like, I almost snapped my neck with earlier. Okay? Do you want me to tell you what you said, or are you going to own up and say yes, it? Yes, please say the, the quote. Word by word. Okay, listen. L drafts a quarterback in the first round. But here's my logic behind it. It depends on the draft pick. If you have one of the last picks and then you have, if you're doing a snake draft, is it's important. Though? I don't know. That's important. I, my strategy only works for a snake draft because then say you have like the last three and then you go first three again because then you really have the choice of the best players for the second round. So, if you want, say, Patrick Mahomes or Jimmy Garoppolo, because we love that name, 
just yeah, to throw him out there. Him now. We're not picking him now, but just, you know, <laughs> because I love that man. Say you want to, let's take Patrick Mahomes as an example. You, you draft Patrick Mahomes and say you have the, the next pick two, two picks later. Uh-huh. You still have a great number of wide receivers, of tight end, of mm-hmm. running backs that you could pick from. Okay. It only works in that situation. Okay. If you are not in that situation, do not follow my advice. Follow mine. Yes. But if you are doing a snake draft and you are one of the last picks to then pick first in the second round, do it then. Because then you know no one's going to pick a, a quarterback in the first round. Because everybody knows not to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Facts. But you're going to shake things up. And you're going to be like, well, then I get the number one quarterback of the year. And then I can also get a good wide receiver because there's still a ton of those left. You see the logic? I see it. I just stood quiet because I was like, I don't... It's, a, it's my secret weapon. Well, now we all know. Yeah. To the five people who are probably going to be listening to this... You're welcome. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, our fantasy football insider as well, apparently. Yes. Our civil medal fantasy football. I'm like shook by this. How many beers did you did you drink during your draft? Like I said, I was never drinking during my drafts. Okay. I was in weird... I one time was doing laundry at the University of Miami football team at like 10 p.m. And I was sitting there in the laundry room drafting. I guess we'll, we can talk about college football next week. I just wanted to hound down. I, I don't know shit about college football. Uh, go Owls. Tom Herman era. Let's go. Go Kings. And Manny Diaz. He's my buddy. How, how is Manny Diaz your buddy? I used to directly work for him. How? So I did linebackers. He was also our defensive coordinator, and I worked with him. And don't you have a... And he threw his shoe at me. Okay. How'd that go? I had to go pick it up awkwardly. <laughs> he was it was like in a rage fit and he just like took his shoe off his off his foot and just threw it into space. And I had to awkwardly go grab it. And I've always wanted that video because I was like <laughs> picking it up off the ground and and here you go, sir. <laughs> Through an agile one time. He he's thrown cones. But it's you know Cones just surround you. They do. Between me and yes. You like to be around people who enjoy cones. What can I say? I love traffic cones. You know, it's funny. You were talking about stealing traffic cones, and then I remembered one time I was at work, and I was going through the cones, and we have a City of Tampa cone in our storage. I'm like, we're in West Palm. How did we get a City of Tampa labeled (laughs) cone at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches? And I think I buried that cone in the back. I said, good thing they didn't see this. Well, you know, uh, cone people, I'm speaking to you. I am your leader. Unite. How do we get a city of Tampa cone? That's my question. Honey. City of West Palm I could get. Honey, I lived in Boca. And in my two-bedroom apartment, I had cones from Universal, Orlando, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, downtown Orlando. And who would have got... I literally had 11 cones when I moved out of my apartment. And I lived there for two years straight. And I left them there because they didn't fit in my like car to move out. Yeah. So when the landlord came... There was just a bunch of cones sitting in their apartment. And they were like, oh, well, how did these get here? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. They came with the apartment. And that was the end of my cones. I have not collected cones since then. You have not collected cones since. Do you have... Have you ever stolen a cone? Once when I was like 11. Everybody has. Everybody has has an experience where they've stolen a cone. Thank you. Or had a cone thrown at them like me. Uh, Just a reminder, we are at Respectable's. Street on Clamata Street. This is the Jeanette and Juice podcast. Number one. Again, if you're listening to this, I don't know how. I don't care how. Thank you for listening. That means a lot to me. Um, 
So yeah, fantasy football. I hope that was uh, enlightening. Enlightening. Uh, steal your cones. I'm here to support you. All right. L is our Gen Z insider, and of course, this is a heavy millennial podcast uh, because again, I'm turning 33 in a couple months. Joy, I guess. Anyways, I got beef. L. Yes. I got beef because there's one thing about a millennial that's pissing me off. Jeans. 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 It's a very hot topic. It's a very hot topic, and I'm tired of it. Okay. Why the fuck are you getting rid of skinny jeans look i think skinny jeans have their time and place i enjoy a good skinny jean i still do to this day yeah he, but but the, you see the disrespect skinny jeans are for everything Jenny. they were jeans are for everywhere they were everybody why yes. are you getting rid of them look i don't i don't know i don't make the decisions here but you speak for gen z I right do. now okay I mean, I get, I, I personally, I have like a double opinion on this. I personally like the baggy jeans, especially in Florida, because you get more some like more air conditioning up there. They look, you look bad. You, you kind of look like a trash bag though. Yes. Where's the shape? Especially for me. I am lower body. Like, if you have big hips, those baggy jeans will not work for you. Not only that, but I'm talking Or if you're about, short too, because I just look stupid. My legs are my best feature. So when the skinny jeans were in... I was fucking pulling. I think they'll come back because obviously now we have the conversation about low-rise jeans coming now back. Now I'm pissed. Which whoever did that deserves jail time. Okay, listen about low. Low-rise jeans is why so many millennials have insecurity issues. Okay, we grew up with Britney Spears, yeah, Christina Aguilera, Pink, all these beautiful blonde babes having these low-rise jeans who don't have the same hips and figure that I do on my lower half. We are trying to save you. That trauma. Why are you trying to bring it back? I'm not trying to bring it back. I think it's a terrible thing. Well, you need to tell all of Gen Z. I will. Don't bring them back. Okay? Yes. Please send that to the rest of your people. I, I will. I will relay the message. And why are you guys bringing Jenko jeans back? I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of things I question. And I also bought cargo pants the other day. And I'm like, why did I why did you buy cargo, cargo pants? pants? And then I looked in the mirror. I said, I look like Kim Possible. And how did you feel about yourself? I that still moment? kept the cargo pants because I plan on wearing them to a baseball game. Why? I don't know. Would you have a man come up to you in cargo pants? And uh, well, it? men in cargo pants is a completely different, different conversation because those are just ugly on them. Okay, but that's not fair for them. Cargo pants are ugly in point, period, blank. Hey, I think I look pretty good in my cargo pants. You pretty probably look good in everything. The point is, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> to us, we live from our trauma. You want to talk about losers? Insecurity and trauma? Losers. Yes. We live through that. I mean, the whole 90s vibe is coming back. And that's sometimes concerning to me. Whenever you can have, like, bedazzled everything, it's going to come back. No, no more bedazzling. No more. We please. don't need any more Juicy Couture on our asses. I saw those. I saw a TikTok today about Juicy Couture sweatsuits being sold at Sam's Club in like a package. Sam's Club? Yes. Like Sam's wholesale? Club wholesale. They had all the colors out, and they had like the pants with the matching jacket and like the the combo pack that you could buy. No. With Juicy on the bottom. No. Devil, I rebuke you. I feel like I could still rock one. I had one as a kid, and I feel like I could still rock one. No. I, I will not purchase one, but I will believe that I could still look good in it. Shout out wholesale retailers, by the way. I'm a huge Costco stan. I'm obsessed with Costco. I'm on a little tight budget because I'm in job transition. But I would accidentally easily drop $300 per Costco trip. Fucking love Costco, man. Shout out Sam's too. My grandmother works at there in Orlando. Love you, abuela. 
So that's literally my beef. I'm not saying you speak for all Gen Zs because I don't speak for all Dominicans. But on this podcast, I do speak for all Yeah, Gen no, Zs. no. You are my Gen Z insider and FBI agent. Fantastic yes. work that you have provided me. Thank you. If, if it's out there, I'm going to find it. And, and you know what? Anybody else? You get your own FBI agent. I can be for hire. You pay for her. For the right price. And the money that you make, we pay for drinks. Absolutely. I think that's it. I think this was great. Uh, one more thing I got to add. Yes. Because I am a little sports girly. Yes. I want to add a little football segment. Football segment oh. back. Yes, it is. So a little couple quick hits. Okay. American football. Shout out Messi, though. Doing crazy things for Miami. If you're a Miami Dolphins fan, I apologize. Spring training camp has not been easy for you. Spring training camp? You should say that sentence again. Is it? Did I do it wrong? You said spring training camp. Spring. What is it? Training camp. It's just training camp. Listen, between... I am spring training. Get that right. Training camp has not been... It's funny. <laughs> spring training, training <laughs> camp. I should know better. Those words just live in my head all the time. Shout out Houston Astros. I love you all. Training camp has not been kind. They were hype about Jalen Ramsey. Out. Yep. Couple other injuries. God bless you all. God bless. Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Uh, by the way, diehard Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Orlando Magic fan. I like the Marlins. Do I know much about them? No, I just support the Dominicans in baseball. Hockey? I, I love float hockey. between the two. I float between the two. Let's go Rangers. Uh, anyway. The New Yorkers. Uh, pray for also, as you pray, uh, Miami Dolphins fans, if you want to throw uh, a little prayer for your state brethren. Not the Jaguars, whatever, with Trevor Lawrence and all of them, but for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and uh, them officially announcing Baker Mayfield as their QB1. And I do think that Jimmy G is the most beautiful human that's probably ever walked this earth. So every week, consistently, I will debut a segment. What did Jimmy G do this week? And this week's is a simple one. He just stood there. And looked gorgeous. He just stood there. That's literally all he needs to do. Take care of yourself, baby. In fact, I will be in Vegas in a couple weeks. So will I. We're gonna we're gonna back seek off. him out. We're no, gonna no, seek him back out. off. You back off. <laughs> you stick with Travis Kelsey. Okay. Jimmy G. I can take that. I can take okay, that deal. You stick with Travis. Jimmy I G. can take that deal. I'm coming for you, Garoppolo. Let me take care of you. Also, Jimmy G. Please. One thing the Houston Astros have done absolutely beautifully oh. well uh. is set up Jeremy Pena <laughs> for these thirst traps. They keep coming up on my For You page. They know they are coming up on my TikTok. And they know what they're doing. And every time uh, it comes up, uh, the only reason I know this exists is because of L. So L. Shout out to Jeremy Pena. If you can please give a Jimmy G advice per Jeremy Pena and the Houston Astros on what to do, please go off. He should do a thirst trap with puppies. If You need to go on the Houston Astros TikTok page and just look at the recent videos they have done. They, they literally put a tiny puppy in the hands of a very big man. And it is very attractive. And then we have questions here on my Instagram at Jeanette and Juice. Who has the best PSL? It is PSL season. Uh, pumpkin Spice Latte. Shout out. Uh, I have done extensive research on this. I have gone to Dunkin' Donuts, Wawa, and Starbucks. Starbucks still ranking, man. It's still. There's no argument. In fact, they're debuting a third one. Yes. So. Did you? I have to go to New York now because they have a pumpkin spice espresso martini at the Starbucks reserve stores. I was not aware of that. I, well, you are now aware of it now. Okay, well, that... I bet. was like, I need to... It, well, Seattle's a little too far, but they have one in New York. I've always wanted to go to Seattle, though. We can go for the pumpkin spice espresso martinis. Not a bad idea. And then another question comes from Amy 
our goat from where we also met at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches, who is just an incredible human being. Fun fact about her, nobody loves Luda more than her. Do you know that the story? Were you there? I don't think I was there yet. Last game after spring training, typically, you know, we all get together. Last year I didn't because... You the, were there for like a hot second. Yeah, because the night before I was at the Elite Eight slash yes. when Final Four game. You made an FAU appearance went. at our party. Yeah. Uh, the year before that, though, 2021, we stayed at the ballpark after hours. It was awesome. Yes. Uh, all we want, because it was Amy's last game, unfortunately... She is a huge Luda stan. Ludacris stan. Yes. She can rap every lyric. I've never met anybody like that. That's Amy. She asks me, very nice, uh, super complimented, how do we become as cool as you? What's the secret? Well, Amy, the secret today is to yell at your manager and make her cry. Because that's what I did at my other job. I do not suggest that. I do not feel cool about that. But that's the secret for today, I guess. Other than that, I don't know. Be a degenerate and live to tell the tales. Thank you guys for listening. One thing I absolutely want to do is appreci I appreciate support. I'm talking about people who I have met years ago, people from high school, people from Orlando, family, my friends here. I'm, I'm getting emotional. Aww. I announced it Wednesday and the support has been incredible. I have no idea who's going to listen to this. I have no idea what is going to come to this. Obviously, I'm going to put my heart and soul, and I want the most in terms of success. But I can't ask for a better support group. So thank you for all the messages, all the DMs, the text. Adrian, that audio message meant a lot to me. Uh, thank you. I am so excited about what's going to happen. Elle, did you have a good time? I had an absolutely great time. And you look great doing it. Thank you. I am a sweaty hot mess. I am also usual. sweaty. Thanks, everyone. My ending lines every show, you'll hear it. There's one thing I believe in truly is mental health. And mental health is just as important as your physical health. I have no idea how to uh, say that. So thank you for tuning in. Go to therapy if you need it. Talk to you next time.